Hey, Eric Bischoff here. And if you're looking for the inside scoop, all of the information, look no further than the Ringside Podcast. You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Sitting at Ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling, news, interviews, and opinions. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. With Daniel Spencer. The most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Jeremy Wallman. I'm the best in the world at what I do. And Justin Kruger. Your arms are just too short to box with God. And now let's ring the bell and start the show. Welcome to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer. Later in the show, you'll hear from our co-host Jeremy Wallman, and unfortunately, JK cannot be with us today or even later in the show at all. Uh, but um, guys, it's been a phenomenal week and weekend. We appreciate uh, all the support uh, you listened to the show. And as you heard the last episode, we had Gladiator Sports Network's Chad Miller on to discuss uh, the OVW Wrestling Combine that was taking place on June 1st. This episode is, uh, we were live there. It's interaction with some of the stars at the OVW Combine presented by Gladiator Sports Network. And let me tell you what, man, it was a phenomenal event. Such a such a good uh, opportunity for a lot of people. And a lot came out and showed out, as you'll hear us talking about it. And man, it's it's what a groundbreaking event to be a part of. I mean, they they changed the industry. Uh, Gladiator Sports Network did in OVW, and it's just amazing that I that, that I'm a part of it. That Ringside Podcast is a part of it. We're pretty excited. Later in the show, you'll hear from different people, like um, former Impact Wrestling and WWE star Jay Bradley. Uh, you'll also hear from uh, OVW alum and Ringside Podcast alum. Um, uh, Ted, the man beast McNellier, Dr. Ted, man beast McNellier. And then you also hear from Josh Ashcraft, uh, first time coming on the show and we'll have him on again, I'm sure. And not to mention Gladiator Sports partner and, uh, and Chad Miller, who was on the show last week or last episode, I should say, and, uh, discuss all about the combine and hear from him first, firsthand. Many more people to come in the future to talk about this combine. We wanted to put it all as much as we didn't want to put everything in, into it right away. We wanted to kind of spread it out a little bit. So, uh, so guys, let's get to the interviews. We want to start it off with Impact former Impact star Jay Bradley. Uh, we're sitting with a great talent, former Impact WWE star Jay Bradley. Jay, how you doing? I'm grumpy today. I had to get up early for all this stuff. Yeah, I had, I had to too. So I, I don't. I, I feel you on that one. Um, this is a huge groundbreaking event. I mean, it's never been done before. I know others try to copy OVW before it got you know when the, before it came before today's date. But um, how do you feel about this combine? You, you've seen you've seen all the athletes that are here. Um, what, what's your take on it? Um. Hmm. My take is that I think this is going to be a very good thing for pro wrestling in mm-hmm. general. Um, there is a wide spectrum of people here. There's people who 
have experience in pro wrestling. There's people that are experienced already from the OVW roster. Yeah. Um, there's people with no experience, and there's everything in between. Um, but it's also giving people a taste of what I think it really will take to be successful in this business. Yeah. Um, you know, the people. I also question the people who knew about this and didn't come and could have. Mm, right. A lot of people want to say they want to be a pro wrestler. And the, the old line is, I'll do whatever it takes, and this is my passion, and this is what I want. But then they don't show up to things like this when there's people like Al Snow putting this on and there's professional strength and conditioning coaches that are here to make them better and to evaluate them. And there's people like Scott Demore, who's the VP of one of the largest uh, wrestling companies, Impact Wrestling, in the world. Right. And there's people like Mike Bucci, a.k.a. Simon Dean, who used to run WWE Talent Development. Right. And Rip Rogers, who is probably one of the most well-known and best trainers of the last 20, 25 years. And you had that at your disposal. And, um, you know, people chose not to come for whatever reason. And kudos to all the people who did come. Right. And, and took the initiative to be here. Because, um, look, it might not be the nicest thing. You know what I mean? And I, I, what I say the nicest thing is, like, you know, people want their ego fluffed. Yeah. And when they come here and, and they have to put their skills or their physical abilities to the test and see how they stack up, it, it can be a little bit of an awakening. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, uh you know, the guy next to you is repping out 225, and you're struggling with 225. It's like, well, how do you stack up? You know what I mean? Like, are you finding out where your body fat is? Are you happy with that? Or, you know, it, it, it's a wake-up call, and a lot of people don't want to get woken up from that dream right? Um, that they keep themselves in. But the ones that do and come here to challenge themselves and make themselves better are the ones that are going to, you know, rise in the business. I mean... There's people here that I've seen at other camps um, mm-hmm. that I've helped out with over the last couple of years or I've seen on the independents, um, and those are the ones that show up today that are the same ones that are hungry, that they're driving all over you know, North America or the Midwest or, or the United States to try to make an opportunity for themselves. Yeah. It's just crazy to me that if you have these tools at your disposal, why wouldn't you use them? Right. It, it's cr- crazy. I mean, we had start, when, I played at, when I played at the University of Louisville, when I played football, you had people that wanted to play, oh, I'm a star. But they didn't want to work hard in practice. Right. We had a training facility. Why not use the training facility to get better each and every day? Right. So I agree with them wholeheartedly. Like, it's, it's ridiculous that if you had this at your disposal today and you chose not to come here, then shame on you. One of the things I've noticed, and Jay, you might be able to to, to, um, to back this up, I mean, because you've seen a lot more than I have in my my small career in wrestling but me refereeing going around i noticed that a lot of guys once they get to a certain level they quit training which is the they think oh i'm over now i can get booked at places but training i mean it's so important to keep training over and over and well you know what let me stop you right there i don't mean to cut you off and be rude but it's like not necessarily keep training but it's like it's keeping themselves challenged Challenge, and keep, yeah. keep learning you know yeah, exactly sure there's going to be a point to where you know uh you know how to run the ropes well right. you, you know how to protect yourself in the ring and you know how to to do the mechanics right and those are good to always stay on top of and stay crisp on um but they get complacent mm-hmm. you know they they feel like you know i'm, I'm booked a lot or i'm wrestling this guy on this you know, who was a star and he said i was good or I'm on this big event and this promoter who gets a lot of publicity and, and you know, from the, the internet or, you know, the dirt sheets or the websites, whatever you want to call them, yeah. you know, they're okay with that. 
and they become complacent yeah. and instead of challenging themselves to to get better or do better or to want more right you know it's easier to be that big fish in the small pond as opposed to you know jump in the ocean and see if you can swim with the sharks yeah you can always learn more like you were saying always there's always some there's always things that you don't know or things you're you can fix that your craft is not as good in this area and make that even better uh, and i think the more you do that challenge yourself you know whether we call it training or wh- whatever the more you challenge yourself the better you, wrestler you could become and, and a perfect example is right here at the combine maybe you've wrestled for 10 years but hey are you in the WWE? are you in the impact rest are you at the aew want to sign you no so c- figure out what needs to be done to get to that level and here's the perfect opportunity for that well i think that's you know? too I, you know i've talked to chad and al over breakfast the other day when we were uh doing some media for this event mm-hmm. um and, you know, one of the questions of the media is, like, you know, this metric that's been developed. Um, you know, I've been in this business for, it'll be 21 years next week. And one of the things that I, you, I told them, like, if I had some sort of guidance of, like, what I needed to do to actually get better, like, this is providing, like, I would have been all over it. Like, right. you know, I, I age myself, you know, back in my day, but it's like it was, I'll just work hard and you got to want it. And, you know, that, but it's like, what do I need to work hard on? Right. Where am I deficient? You know what I mean? And, and, and it's like, well, this is telling you where you're deficient. Hey, you don't have any explosive speed or your footwork's bad or your upper body is weak or, you know, they did the Dari scan, which is giving you results about where your body, you might develop injuries at. It's like, right. you know, that would have completely changed my approach as far as my fitness and my workouts and whatnot. Uh-huh. And that is a value alone to any athlete to find that out on top mm-hmm. of the fact that who you have here, whose eyes are on you, you know, is just almost a bonus. Right, exactly. So that was kind of a, not one of my questions I going to ask. If this was when you started, if you had this opportunity when you started in your career, I mean, it sounds like you would have been all over this. Jumped on, you know, when you mentioned before, hey, why not, if this, this is at your fingertips, get here, why are you not showing up? And this would have been, you know, something you would have really done. Yeah, I know? mean, I, I did a lot of stuff like this. You know, uh, years ago, Dr. Tom Pritchard would do camps like this, and he would look at people for WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, I did numerous of those. Tommy Dreamer was the same thing. Um, you know, just scouting guys and looking at who was out there. Um, you know, I, I did an, a brief stint at the New Japan Dojo in L.A. when that was there, uh, out in Santa Monica. Yeah. And, and it was all about me just trying to get better or find what that next step was, you know. And even then, like, that that was so focused on in-ring stuff um, and, and you know, the old school thinking of who has potential of, you know, who's marketable, you know, the right. size and everything like that or the the shape or here it's like they've taken it a step further and now there's there's quantifiable metrics and a scale and and guidance of here to be to be a successful athlete at that level you should be around this area and you're 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 either at it you're below it or you exceed it so you know and then it gives you at least always something to work on to to try to push to be you know better yeah and I just wanted to let him know, you don't have to worry about interrupting him. I do it every week. It gets big ratings. Feel free to just be as rude as possible to him. He's a giant jerk to me on the show. All the time. I, I don't doubt that. I don't like him. I don't either. And I've been his f- friend for 10 years. So, <laughs> like, like, nice. well, here's, here's what I wanted to ask yeah. real quick. Because you talk about how lucky these the, the invitees are to be here and to have this opportunity. But I also think that they're lucky that you're here as well. I mean... 
you said 21 years you've been wrestling, eight heavyweight title reigns, three tag team title reigns. What what do you tell what do you tell the, tell these kids? And I mean, some of them aren't kids, but what kind of uh, wisdom can you pass on to them to to help for so that, that they do take advantage? I mean, you said there were some that didn't. What do you tell the ones that that didn't take advantage of this? Um, I find the people that I know that didn't take advantage of an opportunity like this, there's nothing you probably can tell them because like, you know, they already have an excuse that they've convinced themselves in their head or a re, you know, which, or which is a reason why they didn't need to, or they couldn't, or they shouldn't. Um, so there's really nothing you can tell them. Um, and as far as people that are there, I just simply tell them don't screw up, which there's really nothing you can't screw up here. Like it just, you know, you're just, you're just here to find out where you stand um, as an individual and then against, you know, a uh, 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 group population of, of athletes. And I think that's what, that's what Chad said when he was on the show talking about, you know, how we're going to evaluate the talent. He said it's not it, – it, some people were thinking, oh, no, I'm, what if I can't do that or can't do that? It wasn't about what you can and can't do. It was about how overall performance, overall who you are. I mean, you may not stack – against the next person on a bench press, but you may be great in a promo. You may be great in something else that you could we could build upon and make a star out of. Um, and I think that was the, I think a lot of people in the back of their mind go, "Well, I don't want to do all of that. That's that's crazy, you know." But but it's it's all just evaluating to see where you are, like you said, overall, and make yourself better. Not about oh, you can't do this or you're terrible. No, just what can make yourself better. And I think um, hopefully next, the more and more these have this is a yearly thing, which it sounds like it might be. That um, you know, next year more and more people show up because they realize this is a great opportunity. Absolutely, you got another? Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say. I mean, I'm not going to say who's here and who's not here because I feel like that'd be uh, unjust to some of the people that we have on the show. Yeah. Uh, from time to time, but the top guys from OVW that, that, and then the ones that are hungry, they're all here and they're and they're doing the comedy and they're busting their butt. They got here early. They're here. Yeah. And they're put and for a regular person like me, I mean, I, I am a fan. Um, that's awesome to see the guys that I I normally cheer or boo on the TV. The ones that are really good at it, mm-hmm. they're here wanting to get better. Right. So, like I said, I, I won't name any names or anything, but but the the top guys are here. Right, they are putting in the they work. Are. They are. Um. So. Uh, well, and then and you. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm here too. <laughs> but we all need a footstool to step on. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, Jay, appreciate you uh, taking the time and, and uh, talking about the combine. And um, so, it, for I guess when they when the next one's announced, your advice is be here. Be right? here. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. All right. All right. We are back here with Ted Manbeast McNellier. Ted, how you doing? Well, it is Doctor Doctor McNailer. Doctor McNailer. Yes. Can you that, never refer to our guest properly? Well, I mean, we had Jay Bradley on here earlier. Like, uh, it's just Jay Bradley. No, it's eight-time heavyweight champion. Okay, I'm sorry. Jay Bradley. I'm sorry. You piss I, me off sometimes, I, dude. I know. It is what it is. I'm sorry. Be more fun. So I, I, I understand the pressure is probably really great. You're, you're sitting here with someone that you probably have respected for a long time. Exactly. And, and you're just like exactly. a kid who's meeting Superman. Exactly. Well, I mean. Uh, and then Ted's here, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and now you've been on the show before, and we appreciate yes. it, and, and coming back on. Uh, but we're here at this OVW Combine. This is, I mean, what a groundbreaking moment and, and event this is. 
Um, what's your take on what, what you're seeing, what you're viewing, what, what's happening right now before I ask? Well, I'll tell you, one thing that I'm very excited for is the future of professional wrestling. Seeing a lot of hungry, young talent, guys, guys and girls who both are very strong, uh, showing a lot of speed and agility. And I'm really excited to see the promos coming up. I'm interested to see what's on the table for some of these uh, competitors. And it's just really exciting to see the energy. Like I said, I'm excited yeah. for the future of wrestling here. Yeah, and, and uh, the future of wrestling overall in general, but definitely right here in, in, uh, in Louisville, Kentucky, at OVW, Alston Wrestling Academy, the whole nine yards. It, it's just, it is definitely, um, I kind of have that feeling that uh, this area had back when all of a sudden this became the developmental deal for WWE, or WWF at the time, was it 2000, whatever that was. And it's like, wow, now it, it has that same excitement, that it same does. buzz, um, and, and just, I can only imagine what the future is going to hold. It's just going to be amazing. And I think you hit the nail on the head there because we don't know what's coming next. We just know big things are coming down the pike. Right. And, and you don't know what's going to happen next month or the month after. I mean, we just announced that show we're going to do in Fort Knox. Right. Um, we have the 4th Street Live show we did last year. I'm sure we're going to do another one of those in the fall. Um, you know, so it's almost like we don't even know what's coming up next. And I'm just as excited to see what exactly is, is coming down the pike for us. It's one of those things that I have a feeling that we're going to look back uh, in a couple of years and go, <laughs> You remember when we were there when this happened and we were like, oh, I don't know how it's going to look out and look where we're at now. It's going to kind of be one of those kind of a refreshing, kick your feet back moments. Just a small one because you want to keep moving. But, wow, look at what we've done in the last couple of years. It's pretty amazing. Uh, but what, So what's your take on what you've seen right now with, with these guys You know, as far as like uh, do you see any future here? Do you see you know um, potential guys that you would like to get in the ring with or you would like to manage someone uh, or anything like that? Uh, uh, certainly. There, I mean, there's been, I mean, there's even been a few people down there that I'm surprised they haven't even started training yet. I mean, just their their physical prowess is just impressive. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see where they're going to be able to go once Al Snow gets a hold of them and starts molding them into, you know, the characters that they're destined to become. Uh, had one, one gentleman down there who has never been in a wrestling ring, but he was putting up great numbers on the bench press, on the pull-up bar, on the shuttle run, and I'm just excited to see, you know, if he if he has the promo down, you know we might have you know another future worldwide superstar on our hands. Now you being you being a, you being a doctor, you see probably you're looking more at the physical side of things than anybody else too, because you're kind of looking how they handle when they when they bench, how they handle when they do this or that. So you know. It, from a person looking for just talent, they're going to look at one aspect, having you there going, hey, well, look at them from, from this stand, this point of view, this physical stand, uh, a stamina on this or that. You know, that, that's, a, that's huge having you here with Al and be able to, to kind of cr- help critique that since you are Dr. Man Beast. How do you like that, Jeremy? Finally, I mean, I'm just glad you finally did your job. I mean, you've called guests by the wrong name before. You've not given them their kudos, what? their props. What if I called them by the wrong name? What's a is it KDT or K- KTD or I was going to KFC the other day. The KFC is what is what he's known by, right? KFC, the KFC. Yeah. Uh, and if we can get a sponsorship, I think KTD could be the face of the the new uh, the new deal there. <laughs> the, the Colonel the Colonel Sanders. Yeah, hey, they, they change it once every three months. Just put KTD in, in there. That'd be great. I'm just saying, I'm I'm happy for I'm, this is awesome for me to be a part of as a fan. I've, I said that in other. I mean, I I do radio, but. And stuff like this all the time, but first, first and foremost, I'm a fan. I've been a fan since I was a small child. And yes, before you start joking, I was a small child before I was about your size when I was born. Um, <laughs> poor, but, your poor see, mother. See, you laughed. That means I made it. Okay, I, I'm a, Daniel, I think you could really learn a thing or two from Jeremy here. Yeah, well, I've tried to teach him a thing or two, but 
<laughs> Work in progress. Yeah, yeah. he is. No, but he, you know, good is, dude, though. I'm, the, well, the, the point I was getting to is he's got exponentially better since you all. So thank you for taking him off my back. <laughs> I mean, helping him out and, and molding him. <laughs> I can attest firsthand that, that you all do wonder, miracles. Right, exactly. Well, let's real quick. Uh, Br- uh, Jay Bradley brought up a good point when yes, we yes, talked to him about it. When it comes to, you don't even know what I'm going to say. I do know uh, what you're going to say. <laughs> when he talks about the, the, the people that decided maybe not to come. See, I knew what he was going to say. <laughs> and he kind of was like, he don't understand. Like, why are you not here? Here's your opportunity. You have Rip Rogers. You have Al Snow. You have Impact Re- You have Impact executives here. Why in the world are you not taking this opportunity? Yeah, you may have been wrestling 10 years. Who cares? Are you in the WWE? Are you in the AEW? Are you in Impact now? No. Why are you not here? What would be your advice to those that are listening to this that think, well, I don't want to come to that. I want to see what it's all about. But, but this is probably going to be an ongoing, maybe yearly thing is that what we've heard is the plan in future. Right. If that's it, then, then what's your advice for those that, hey, next year, be here? What would you say to them? Well, first I'll, th- I'll say I don't think any kind of advice no matter who it's coming from if if people aren't getting it if they don't understand the why uh, you know, I don't think I'm going to be able to convince them but I, I will say exactly. that there are plenty of people here that are taking advantage I mean there's a reason why we have TNA management here there's a reason why Mike Bucci aka Nova took time out of his day uh, to give feedback from uh, you know he was talent relations for, uh, WB, for yeah, WWE yeah. Uh, Rip Rogers is here I mean there's a reason we have all these people coming in to scout talent and give advice it's because yeah. you know they're believing in, in the future of what we're doing here uh, and so my, my advice is if you are on the fence and and you are inclined to want to pursue a wrestling career, then absolutely, then come on out. And, and when we do this again next year, then the opportunity is there. For those that aren't going to take that opportunity, then, you well, know, it's just I'm sorry for them. That just blows my mind. Why would this is right here? Why not use these tools to sh- – why not sharpen your tools? Right. I mean, you, we, we have people on the OVW roster that, but you know, live in town and, and aren't, aren't here. That's what I said earlier. I said without throwing anybody under the bus, because right, that's exactly. not the way I do business. Right. And maybe I, and, it is with Daniel, but nobody else. I'm not going to get mad at him. I'm not going to get mad. I'm just going to. I'm just disappointed to be yeah. honest. But the guys well, that I the, see the, that are here, are top stars, are yeah. the top stars, and that's a, there's a reason True. why. Yeah, because they're hungry. Yeah. They're humble and they're ready to get to. They want to be better. Yeah. Now, one of the things too is that you know I brought up this before is the fact that I think for some reason in this business. We get to a certain point, and me being me refereeing in other places too, I've seen this happen a lot. Is that um, you know they get to a point where they're they're getting booked, they're getting they're getting over. I'm using the quotation marks here, <laughs> over so to speak, and they think, oh, I don't have to train anymore or or get better. I'm training. I'm not saying I was talking with Jay Bradley. He was talking about we don't need you don't need to run the ropes over this anymore. But training isn't getting better. Period. You know, like. Why not make yourself better? And even if you've been wrestling for ten years, there's obviously mm-hmm. something you don't know because if you were, if you're not in, the, if you're not in the top one of the top industries, companies, top three or four companies out there, then obviously something's missing, right? I mean, if if you are paying your car payment and putting food on the table with wrestling, then then you're not over. Right. <laughs> exactly. You're not there yet, right? Uh, you know, it just a matter of fact. You know, there's only a few people in this business or, or this sport, rather, that that really have, and those are the people that you see are national television. Exactly, exactly. Whether whether organizations WB, AEW, Impact, uh, Ring of Honor, you know, all those guys. Yeah, they're 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 they are considered over. They worked themselves, and they got there. They they worked hard to get there. They didn't just sit back. Oh, I'll get that contract one day. No, they busted their ass to get to that point. Which is what you need to, what, what this opportunity is to come here and bust your ass. You've been wrestling for 10 years, show you've been wrestling for 10 years. Hey, let's pull this guy up. Impact may have signed you today. Hey, this guy 
forget the going to the go to your draft with uh, or to your scholarship at OVW. We're going to bring him on board now because this guy's got it. It could have happened for some people. How right. can you be in this business and be complacent? That's what blows my mind. You have to. Be, to now, I've never been in the business like like you and like he says he has been. Uh, but how could you be in this business and not take advantage? I mean, do some of them feel like they're too good to come out here, or they don't need it? It's because it's, I just don't understand. It's because a promoter will go, or some guy will go. Hey, you're good. That's awesome. And they hear that, you know, and they're like, oh, I mean, I, it, it's well, yeah. That's what they told me in college, Jeremy. You're good, or in high school, Jeremy. You're good. And I had to essentially go out every week and audition, yeah. and, and I was in the weight room every time I could, trying to get better, trying to sharpen my tools, trying to get better. I just don't. Get, I, I just it flabbergasts me. Honestly, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. I mean, just to proof in the in the pudding. I, I, I'm sure y'all heard of Tommaso Ciampa yes, down sir. in NXT. Uh, after he was actually in WWE under developmental deal years earlier, right. got released, and I remember after that he took it upon himself, paid his own way in to go to a Ring of Honor tryout. And then the rest is history. He made a great career over there and then ended up getting rehired and is in a much better role now than right. he was prior. And it's because he was humble, decided, hey, you know, I still have much to learn. You know, obviously, I still have things that need to be done. He right. did what he needed to do. He busted his butt, and, and now look at him. And a lot of it, I mean, you look, a lot of guys have done that. I mean, you look at, uh, you know, uh, I mean, I mean, no, he's at another level. But Cody Rose, even, like, he gets, he gets, he wants to get out of WWE. He goes out, and he, he goes back, and he kind of, he, yeah, he had a name, but he kind of like starts. He doesn't go sign with Impact right away. He doesn't do all this stuff. Start making main eventing. He goes and kind of works the, the undercard, does things, works indie shows, does all this stuff, and mm-hmm. keeps busting his tail, busting his ass, keeps going on, keeps 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 doing all, working as much as he can to build his craft to figure out why why wasn't WWE wanting me to do this or do this? Why weren't they using me? And yet here he is now running help running a, a company that's probably going to compete with the WB here in the future it seems like they're already on that on that road and all because of his hunger to I, I don't want to just I don't want to just stick for being a character on TV I want to be I'm better than that and I want to prove that I'm better than that and I and I'm, he went out and did the work to right. show that he's better than that and he was already over did he have a great contract yeah he probably could have lived off that for years but that's not that he was hungry and that's what it's all about yeah. and and the desire for growth and to be better and to yeah. learn I mean there's there's something that I mean there's something to be said about that too just yeah. I, I think no matter what profession you are in if you have stopped learning you're done Exactly. Yeah, and you're and and we're never we as people should never be stopped learning unless exactly. we are completely dead. And exactly. that's when that's when you stop at that moment. Uh, well, Doctor Man Beast, we appreciate you coming on and sharing. Oh, absolutely, your, I your love opinion. the Ringside Podcast. Anytime y'all want, I'm I'm here. Yeah, Can you absolutely. please tell us a joke? I can't believe he tell us a joke real quick to, to, before we get off here. I can't. Be, that's 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 his thing. Okay, I'm, I'm, know your audience. I'm well, sorry, I, sir. I, I'll tell you a, a simple. This one's this was an oldie but goodie. Did you know why the chicken? Across the playground. Ooh, I do not know. To get to the other slide. <laughs> right? Nice. You can tell that to anyone. Nice, nice. I like that. You can tell that to anyone. That's a very clean joke. Yeah. Um, I'll, 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 I'll save the other ones for after we go off the air. There we go. Let's <laughs> start right. cut the mics. All right. Thanks, thanks again, Sid. <laughs> Thank you all. All right. We're back here at the OVW Combine, and we got... The one and only. Here, you want to do it, Jeremy? You want to do it? Well, I mean, I do, do it better it? than you do anyway, but I mean. He, he complained about the last one. Go ahead and you take this one. I mean, he he's one of the best managers over the last 15 years in OVW. You forgot how good of a referee he was. He's, yeah, I guess I did. Done a little I, bit of everything. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. One of the best commentators. 
It's the ma- it's the man, Josh Ashcraft. I'm also uh, let's not forget. I am undefeated, three and zero against uh, current WWE referee Chris Sharp. Just saying. Okay. Oh, just saying, three and zero against pa- Sharpie. That's fair. Oh, Pat. Packet, man, I can't even say it. Jesus Christ. This is what I have to Come deal with on, every Spencer. week. What you have I to deal ate, with every I, week? I just ate pizza, so my, I'm like, holy crap. Uh, wow, poor Packet. Thanks package. for offering me a piece, by the way. Go get you some. You told me to stay up here uh, like I, you were my boss. I, 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 stay. I am your boss. So You are. Uh, damn. No, he's not. <laughs> Look, speaking of refereeing, I am not jumping in and refereeing that one. But <laughs> I might manage. I think you have the edge over uh, Dan here. Well, I mean, th- oh, hey, Dan. Good to see you. How you doing? How, How you doing, pal? Uh, so what's so, up, guys? So, all right. So we're here at this combine, and of course, you've been around the the, the industry for a long time. Sure. And this in OVW, you've seen talent come in and out. Oh yeah. So you've seen who you've seen when people have got it. Not, I mean, obviously, you, when you you t- you manage, you see who's you have the talent. That's when you become your manager. Yeah, exactly. You know exactly what the, what you're looking for. Right. So so when you're at this combine, looking at all this these people, these athletics athletes coming out, um, what do you think as far as um, you know, do you see any potential? Like, hey, <laughs> that guy I'm about yeah. to... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about potential. I've actually got my eyes on three or four people right now in this building that I'm straight up going, I'm going to weasel my way into managing him. I'm going to twist their mind to allow me to manage them. You know, I, I see money-making opportunities is what I see, Daniel. And frankly, money's nice and all, but I really just like watching people get hurt. That's why I loved running around with my legacy brutality. Cash Flow, Zoe, Isaiah, Dap, Daniel Leeds. I mean, any incarnation yeah. that you want to talk about. Right now at this combine, I'm seeing some faces I've never seen before. I'm seeing some faces from the past. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's refreshing yeah. to see this. We've got a lot of great talent here today. We do. We do. And, and, and it's awesome, this groundbreaking event to, uh, to take place. And this is... You know, going to be a yearly event. It seems like yes. So you know what's going to the, the what's going to come from this is going to be amazing. I can I can already see myself future challenge. I can you know who who knows and and we, we might we might have the next OVW champion out there right now. We have international talent here today. We have someone that and this is no joke. Four day trip. They came from Glasgow, Scotland, to come to the combine to be here. They're flying back out Monday morning. You don't just. Travel halfway across the globe for four days. That's called that's called hunger. That's that's yeah. That's, that's hunger. Motivation. Um, we had we had Jay and uh, Jay Bradley and, and Doctor Manby on a little bit ago, and we kind of talked about a little bit of the guys who may have not showed up. And sure. both of them, their, their opinion were pretty much the same. They said, you know, these guys, if they didn't, if you didn't come, there's no, you can't convince them anything to, to do. But there are people out there that listen, and it may may not have, may have heard it, and may not have been able to make the trip for whatever reason. So those guys that didn't make it, or, or gals that didn't make it to this year, next year they're going to have another combine. What's your advice to them about being here? To be completely honest with you, if you didn't come because you thought, well. I don't think that I would be able to place or I'm not going to be able to put up the numbers they want. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't matter. The The fact that you came out and you tried is something that you can talk about for the rest of your life. Yeah. And who knows? All it takes is one opportunity. Sure, you might not hit every single number, but if you've got enough heart and dedication, you have enough aptitude and coachability, the sky's the limit, Dan. You in know the, that. In the ni- yeah, in the nineties, there was this there was this thing called the WCW Power Plant, mm-hmm. yes. and around ninety four, ninety five, a, a guy by the name of Paul White walked in there, a former athlete, basketball yeah. star, walked in there. He said, "Hey, let's let's just see what this is all about." 
He walks in there. It so happens, uh, guy by the name of Hulk Hogan sees him. Oh, and it also so happens that he's seven foot whatever. Right, exactly. But they seem to like leave out the major details. They see potential <laughs> talent there, though. Exactly, and that's and, that's the thing. And, and this this Paul White turned into a a, a 30, 30 year career. Yeah. I mean, out of this. he's a worldwide ambassador yeah, now. Yeah, and and he's not only been the top in the WWE, he's been the top in and he's been in movies industry. He's done a lot, and, and of course, we're talking about the Big Show guys. If you don't know who Paul White is, but it's it's all t- it all took place with he decided to go to something that was an opportunity, and it turned into. A life-changing moment. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's what this combine we hope represents going forward. We have a yearly opportunity. Yeah, yeah, I and mean, you have impact executives here. Exactly, you know, right here watching. You have Al Snow. You have you have uh, you know um, former WWE talent uh, or, 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 or uh, former WWE talent relations. Uh, and and well, Simon Dean was his character. Simon Dean, and, yes, Nova, Nova, whatever you know him yeah. as, he's here. He knows what they're looking for. The, you've got all these. You got Jay Bradley. You've got. You have so much wealth of knowledge here that you mm-hmm. can learn from. And if yeah. nothing else, if nothing else, let's let's not gloss over the fact that we're using this this Dari machine. Yeah, this right. is a new technology that I actually went down there myself and had them map my movements so that I can figure out how to you know. Move a little bit better so don't destroy these knees any more than I already have. Yeah. The great thing about it is you come out here, you're going to get that report. Yeah. You're going to be able to, to try out in front of, you know, executives from companies from all around the world. You're going to have right. eyes on you from all around the world. The worst thing that comes from this is you get better. Right. There is no downside. Yeah. You're going to learn more about yourself, your body, how to perform the Dory machine allows us to predict injuries. When I say predict injuries, it shows the movement of your body and how it should move and how you are moving. It can pinpoint those those hot spots. I mean, the, just the opportunity alone to be here, it's mind-blowing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm st- the more we talk about this, the more angry I get because if you had this tool at your disposal, why are you're not too good? You're not, you can't think that you're too good to come here. Like you mentioned, oh, I'm not going to place. But in a situation like this, even last place can get you a place. Exactly. Somewhere. So, you know, I mean. The thing about it is if we had had this 20 years ago when I had first started. I, I'm coming up on eight years in the business. I've been wanting to get into the business for my entire life, obviously. Right. right. I started <clears> trying <throat> to get more and more serious about this about 20 years ago. And I just, I, I didn't think that I had what it took. I honestly didn't think that. I would have any aptitude or ability to be in this business, and I let opportunities pass me by. If we had had something like this then, mm-hmm. whether or not I would have gotten an opportunity or placed or any of that, I would have learned tools and techniques that would have mm-hmm. been just mind-boggling to know now. Right. It's that whole hindsight being twenty twenty. So if you're – I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to shoot with you guys. If you're on the fence about it, if you want to learn how to be a professional wrestler, obviously I'm going to put over OVW. Yeah. But as far as this combine goes, if you're sitting there thinking, all right, I'd like to learn how to do it, but I don't know if I'd be good at it or if I would be able to do this or do that. No, this combine is exactly what you need. So next year, the 2020 combine, when it comes up, don't waste an opportunity. Don't let it pass you by. Even if you do not decide to go into the professional wrestling business, this can take you so many other places. And you can learn Mm -hmm. so much about yourself. You can better your own life. Exactly. At the very least, you've got Al Snow. Scott Demore, Rip Rogers here. I mean, I'm, exactly. 
Enough said, right? Enough said. Literally, enough said. Not to mention, like if, if if you were, if it was just you in a room with those three guys telling you, "Hey, you're messing up here. You could do this better." Hey, try this. Yeah, is that that's something worth you the really money? want to miss? That's worth the money right there. No, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it, or getting to talk to you know me and Josh. Yeah, I mean, in passing, <laughs> I'm always, I'm always a great mind to pick. I, I don't know what'll come out of it. So you know, gutter, but, but but years ago, you know, even getting into the business, you know, it was always all right. Let me have your money. Come in here. You know, we'll train. We'll see. Yeah, uh, this is how you take a bump, kid. Yeah, right. Give me the money. Give me the money. Right, Good exactly. <laughs> and then, oh, this guy's may got potential. Or, all right, thanks again. Come on. Oh, by the way, keep giving me your money. I'll keep showing you more stuff. And, right. And they never had anything. What I like about what Al and Chad's doing is that they don't just, they're not just saying, I want to take, we're, we're trying to take your money. No, no, no. If you, if you, ta- if you're not, if you take your money and you come to school, you don't have it what it takes in the ring. Because it, there's, it, it, there's many people that don't have it. Right. But hey, you want to be in the wrestling business? There's many more opportunities for you to do it. There's refereeing. There's production. There's commentary. Oh, exactly. There's all this mm-hmm. other stuff. There's there's all these other things in the wrestling business that you can do, and that's what this combine also helps too. It opens up the door for other opportunities, not just in the ring, but outside of the ring, and you can still get in the business. I mean, Josh, you're, you're a prime example. You came in as a referee. You moved over to management. Now you're you still manage, but now you're doing commentary and doing promos and things like that too as well and helping behind the scenes of production and stuff like that right so you're doing all these other things that if you never got that foot in the door and, and got it in something you right. would have never had these other opportunities there and that's that's the thing that i tell anybody that gets into the business is obviously you know i wanted to be wwe world champion everybody that wants to get into the business it, it, wants to be at the top player but here's right. the thing this right. is what i tell everyone regardless i don't care if you're six foot five jacked and tan or you're five foot three and four hundred and fifty pounds. Just because you might not be the guy holding up the belt at the end of the night on WrestleMania, you know, the main event of WrestleMania, doesn't mean that you can't be the referee that made that dramatic three count, mm-hmm. that elevated the emotion of the match. Right. Doesn't mean that you can't be the camera guy that goes, Oh my God, I know exactly where to be because I've shot this guy's matches for five, six, seven years. Right. Let me get right over there. And it's that camera angle. That that guy in the production truck goes, oh, I know where he's going that with this using too. Twenty years later, exactly. Yeah, it's all it's a trickle down effect. Just because you're not going to do or be the thing that you dreamed about being as a kid doesn't mean that you cannot contribute in a great way to a business that you love. Because let's be honest, this business owes us absolutely jack. Right. People that come in and say, well, I deserve, I deserve. No, no, no. no. Things like this OVW Combine. This is how you earn. Right. Spots in the business. This is how you earn that experience. And this is how in, you know, other people's cases, look at Rip, look at Al, Chad, what everyone is doing right now is giving back. Whether you realize it or not, they're taking these years and decades of knowledge and trying to pass it along. Because the thing, the thing, the thing that is when it comes to wrestling, I mean, I think now you know, a lot of the younger talent don't see this, but when it comes to all the older guys like Al Rip and guys that have been in the business, they want the business to go further. They want to see the business be the best in ten right. years and twenty years. So they give, yes, they give back. Why? Because they're saying, hey, I want to make this person be the next John Cena, the next whoever, and then send them on. Uh, to, to you know, to wait ten years from now, we ha- we still have a business. Exactly, you know? Rip Rogers is the the perfect example to bring up. If you go to, and this is complete honesty, and I love the man to death. If you go up to a just casual wrestling fan on the street and go, "Hey, man, you know who Rip Rogers is?" Who? If you go to a true wrestling fan, you go, "Hey, man, you know Rip, right?" Oh yeah, no, I know exactly who Rip Rogers is. Right. Mm-hmm. Either you've heard the stories about Ripper, or <laughs> you've seen the laundry list. Right. 
of names that he is, has helped mold and cultivate in this business. And honestly, if you're wanting me guys to be completely shoot with you right now, that's what I want to do is I, I love OVW. I want to be a part of anything that OVW has. And if 20 years from now I'm a footnote in somebody's history that I gave a helping hand to, it's some one way, right. shape, or form, that is where I'm successful. That is, that is what I want to give back to the business. And things like this combine, being able to be here with these young guys that are wanting to learn, that are hungry, and going, hey, man, you did a great job. So you didn't put up the numbers you wanted. It doesn't matter. If you were getting all aces, why would you be here? You wouldn't be. You're doing great. Mm-hmm. Positivity, motivation, and dedication. Those are the three things that you need to succeed And I think this is the best place to learn those. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. And I think one of the reasons why, and I can see just hear it in your voice, you appreciate what these guys are doing because you have that same passion inside of you. It just comes out when you talk. So just listening to you then, I felt like you were a preacher, and I was lost, and I needed to be saved. You know, you were were preaching (laughs) to the choir. So, I mean, that. Well, the horns hold up the halo, brother. Let me tell you the truth. (laughs) Well, gentlemen, I thank you so, so very much. I would love to actually come back on your show and spend more time discussing whatever you would like. I just was getting ready to invite you on in the future to come on and and we'll do an episode dedicated just you as a guest and we'll talk about your career. But he'll be there, though. Is that okay? Yeah, you know what? As long as he puts me over, he can be anywhere. Okay, all right, fair enough. I'd love to talk about my favorite subject, me. Exactly. But Josh, thanks. Appreciate you thanks for having time stepping out. Thanks. All right, we're back here at the Com- Combine, and we got the co-partner of Gladiator Sports Network, Chad Miller. Chad, how you doing? Good. How about you? Good, good. This turnout has been amazing, like what we've seen and what we've – just this Combine. I mean, which, of course, we talked about it on the show previously about what we're expecting and how well it was going to be, but – what do you what do you take now as we're finishing up here at the combine? No, it's been great. All the athletes have really gotten after it today, and I think that one of the neat things that have come about about this is especially for people that don't have a whole lot of wrestling experience, just understanding what it takes to be a wrestler. But on the flip side of that, mm-hmm. for the people that have wrestling experience, the com- kind of the common thread and common comment that we've been getting is that you know they're like we're literally taking things to the next level, which is exactly like we were trying to get after, and right. you know it's trying to set the standard for what it truly means to be a high-level professional athlete. And mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, no longer do we want professional wrestlers to be looked in the light of, oh, it's just some guy out in the backyard, you know, throwing himself through a table. But these these guys are truly finding out today what we put them through is our, our, our physical tests, mental tests, and also do you have the charisma to keep people enthused and, and, uh, and involved during an entire match? Yeah, and it's been um, just just seeing the guys, I mean, I think we off the record we talk. You can talk about it on the record too. But there's been some people that we've kind of looked at and go, "Wow, this this person's got this the look, the you know the athleticism, the, the everything that we see so far, and and kind of um, you know what we're what, what OVW Gladiator Sports Network is looking for for the next you know future of the of the business and the next champion, so to speak, or the next talent. Um, it, so have you have you got have you seen? Uh, some you know enough where you can say, hey, we're definitely doing this next year. It's definitely going to be a yearly thing, and on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, like we talked about before. I mean, this is actually for anybody involved in OVW. This is going to be a quarterly thing because you know effectively what today is is a benchmark. Oh wow! And so we want to be able you know take a look at what Callie did today in the, in the combine. I think she's going to end up right probably around a twenty four or twenty six. You know, when we do this again here, uh, June, July, August, September, we'll be doing this again. 
uh, really is an opening into the, the Al Snow Wrestling Academy and School for Sports Entertainment. When we do it then, I, I expect her numbers to be to 30. Yeah. Um, just because we want to see improvement. We want to see her working. We want to see everybody here, um, you know, not only when they come to the combine have a good as a, as a testing metric, but also be able as a benchmark uh, for where they need to go to. A couple of the other uh, guys we've had on, uh, Doctor Man Beast and Jay Bradley, they kind of they kind of were a little, I think, disappointed. They didn't name call anything out. They were a little disappointed of, of the of the current OVW roster turnout. We, although the top stars were in, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of people that that didn't come out. And as this being a quarterly thing, as you're saying, to see the growth, they, they were kind of encouraging. Hey, you need to be here. This is your opportunity. You, you've got. You know, Impact Wrestling here. You know, uh, you've got Jay Bradley. You've got a former WWE uh, talent relations and and uh, OVW alum Nova, but Simon Dean and the WWE are, uh, uh, here as well. You got Al Snow, of course, who's always around, but I mean, he's here uh, evaluating talent and and so having all these all these people here at your Rip Rogers here at your fingertips, it's kind of like this is an opportunity, brother. No matter how long you've been in the business, how long you in your spot, whatever. This is an opportunity to even shine even more, learn more, and grow. Mm-hmm. You know, and so what do you t- like? What would you encourage your you know people that are listening, even say outside of w- OVW or in w- OVW, th- for the next time to make sure you're here for for. Well, you know, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's a character thing by any means, but it, it kind of is because mm-hmm. you know I'm a big believer in the you know, pressure builds diamonds, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I, I was talking to Justin Smooth who had an outstanding combine today. And he's like, if you're not here, you just showed that you're afraid to compete. And if you're afraid to compete, you're not going to last very long, especially if you can't compete here at OVW. You're not going to be able to compete at WWE, Ring of Honor, uh, you know, at the bigger organizations. You, you've effectively proven what your character is about. And you're going to have a situation where when you get put to that test, you're, you're going to fold. Right, exactly. And, and um, you know, one thing I mentioned, uh, we talking with Jay Bradley about, I said, you know, I've seen a lot of time being refereeing and, and not only OVW but other other small places too and you see these guys they get this they start getting booked they start getting so to speak over and I'm using the quotation marks they're not really over but they think they are because somebody tells them they're good or starts booking them and then they all of a sudden quit training now I, not training as in you know running the ropes all the time or doing the basics but just training to get better mm-hmm. you know training to make yourself and stuff like this mm-hmm. and they kind of think I don't have to do that anymore but you're constantly, as, as Dr. Mamby even said, you're constantly learning every day. You've got to keep learning. When you're not learning, you're dead. You know, and, that, and that's something that's, uh, that's important. You've got to keep learning. You, you can always make yourself better. Even if it's something small, you can make yourself better to become. Because if you're the, the over people are the ones in WWE, mm-hmm. Impact, yep. Ring of Honor, AEW now, who are making a living on this. They're over. Mm-hmm. They, they got the contracts. If you're not in one of those places, you're technically not over. No matter how good you are, no matter how many bookings you get a year, you don't have a constant. You, get, you still have to go out and get the bookings. Mm-hmm. They don't, you don't have a guaranteed deal. Mm-hmm. So get, having guaranteed deals, to me, makes you think you're over. You know? Well, you know, in this business, too, is, is just like anything. You know, Rick Pitino's book, um, he, uh, Rebound Rules 2.0, he had a great quotation. Is there, you, have a, you have a one-day guarantee. You yeah. have a one-day contract. One day, yeah. I and, read that, and I read, uh, I think it was the book, was it called One Day Contract? Or yep, he, one Day he, Contract. Yeah, that yep. was a good book. Yeah, and, and so if you think about what what wrestling is, mm-hmm. and, you know, Al puts it best every day. Every day, he said for 15 years of his life, he had to go hit a home, hit a home run every single time he was in the ring. Mm-hmm. And whenever people, if you don't realize that, whether you think you're the man or you're over or what what have you, you know you got to understand that you're only you're only over for one day, right? And you got to show up each and every day. And with wrestling, you got to show up 270 days a year. That you have to be you have to be at your top tip top. 
And that's what's really neat about this combine is, is that whether you're bench pressing, squatting, doing your vertical or doing your shuttle run, guess what? You did really well in that event, but you're also going to be scored in, in in-ring promo. You're also going to be in, scored for your in-ring talent. You're going to be just your overall charisma. And that's what's really neat about this is it's a collection of all those tools that we're able to see what type of person we're really dealing with. And I want to give a shout-out to a guy who's uh, been here helping as much as he can, but he's current over the roster who's, who, who's on the shelf right now due to the injuries, Tony Gunn. And I can see it in Tony's eyes. He wants to be doing this combine. Mm-hmm. He physically can't right now because of injury, but he wants to do it. And it's and that's the hunger you you want. That's the desire. He want, he knows I can be twenty times better than what I am. Tony's great. He's great. he's good. But can he be better? Absolutely, he can be better. And that's the and you mentioned Justin Smooth having a good combine and Cali and you know those are that the, the hunger's there. You know the desire's there. Uh, another one. Um, we haven't name dropped very many of who's here, but we'll just say Randall Floyd even did a great has a great combine. He's showing that I want to be I want to make myself better. And Meg, Meg smoked Meg, today yeah. too. I mean, she did an absolutely incredible job. And I think that out of all the OVW talents that's here, you know, what's even better is is that they're seeing the other people have showed up from outside of OVW mm-hmm. that are here to take their job. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. And if, if you show up, you decide to take a, a vacation today, right. for example, you know, that wasn't haphazard. We know that. We understand that. And guess what? Those people are going to be the first ones off the show. Yeah. And, you know, it's not that we don't have loyalty, uh, but in the same aspect we also are seeing today, and like you're seeing today, there are a lot of people that want this really, really bad. Yeah, they do. And and that's the that's the drive and hunger out. You know, even me as a referee, I want to be better each every time. I want to, I want to have the opportunity to there, I'm, I'm nowhere near where I should be as a referee no, and if I ever think that then I'm, I'm then all of a sudden I need to stop because I'm obviously you know ego or whatever got too big but, I, but I'm nowhere near where I need to be and they'll constantly keep learning it's more and more if I can get in that ring more and more I can r- do anything drills whatnot it, it's important to make me a better referee also make and that, that's the same for a wrestler makes them a better wrestler makes them a better understanding the the, the psychology of it whatever it needs to be so um, yeah it, it, I'm, I'm pretty amazed by just just watching these guys I mean some of these guys had no wrestling experience whatsoever and watching they're athletic they're, they're athletic for sure mm-hmm. but they just kind of they're, they're getting they're, they're catching on and that, they haven't even really sat down with Al Snow yet in a, in a mm-hmm. class or or you know Rip Rogers or whoever and actually had training I can imagine if they do that and understand psychology and the promo and all that stuff the athletic system's there mm-hmm. so I, I, I do see potential myself 100% um, so it, it and let's say there's there's probably a lot of people that, uh, and I know we talked about this on the podcast before, and we kind of said, hey, if you're thinking, I've been in the business, I can't do all these little jumps and runs or whatever that the combine has, and I, you know they're, they're going to they're gonna look at me and say, oh, wow, this guy's getting blown up. But for someone that may not have did that because of that reason, or for someone that said, ah, just, you know, I, I, the scheduling or whatever, this is the wrong day, I didn't want to cancel all this stuff to make this happen. But for next year or the next quarter, whenever this happens again, what would your what would you say to them to say to get here for for next time? Well, I think anytime you get eyes on yourself, you know, whether in any capacity, or if you just show up and, and, and you and you say, "Listen, I'm physically unable to perform in this drill," mm-hmm. and then we sit down and actually have an opportunity to have a conversation with you, you might have something that we see that we're going to say, "You know what? We're going to take a chance on you." Right. And I think Scott, you know, from OVW would tell you the same thing that you know. We want to. We, we want to at least get a look at you. We want to at least talk to you. We want to at least see what type of a person you are, and get some background on you. Because otherwise, you're going to be stuck in the same rut you're in all the time. Right. You know, it's you know, kind of your point and what you're echoing out of what you're talking about here is, you know, one of the things in business I got taught by one of my mentors is always be the dumbest person in the room. 
If you are, he means that you're in the right room. Right. Um, and what that means for people don't understand is, is that you need to be in, in a room where you're not the best person. And the minute that you are, you are definitely in the wrong room, and you got to figure out a way to get in a different room, and that next room is going to be on the next level up. Absolutely. And what I've seen here out of today's thing is, is that ROVW talent is very good, um, but what's neat about this is, is everybody that's here that is behind them uh, from an athletic athleticism perspective is going to push every single person on a roster. As we talked about before, you know, the, the raw, the, everyone talks about the attitude error being the greatest because of whatever. But it, overall, the wrestling wasn't that great. What made it great is the drive between Triple H, The Rock, Steve Austin, and all to be the top guy. And they, and they pushed that to make sure their stuff was the best. And when they did that, it, it brought forth the, the greatest product there was. Uh, yeah, with their competition with WCW, yeah, all that, yes, yes, all that plays a factor too. But they still wanted to be the best they could be. And when you see a company that you're, oh, I'm not, I'm not willing to learn or whatever, then or see people act like that, you realize that you don't have nothing to go for. And that proves with WCW, all the guys were, hey, we're not, we're not trying to compete with one another. We got our spot. We got creative control. We do what we want. And that hurt the business. That hurt their industry. And that's why that, that, that they fell and went under. And, if, and it just shows, goes to show you, if you don't have that drive, you don't have that competition uh, passion, not to try to say, uh, you know, I want to I show that I'm better than anybody. It's, it's not that you're, it's, it's not a really a prideful thing. It's just the fact that good competition, healthy competition is good for you, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so, yeah, absolutely. Well, in, in echoing those same sentiments, you know, what I like about this is if you look, WWE uh, found out we were streaming live today, and and uh, and so they went ahead and streamed their combine live, which which I'm actually kind of intrigued to see what they come up with. But what what I was talking to Al about this, and, this, and one aspect we could be angry about it is an organization that everybody's now copying after what we're doing. Um, but in the same aspect, if you look at what we've actually achieved, it's we've just brought the industry up a completely different level, up to a different level. Because now it's, it's about being an athlete. It's about being uh, a, a putting the sport back in sports entertainment and having people in the ring that people actually want to pay to come see. And, you know, yes, it, it kind of stings a little bit from a point that we're saying, hey, we're – we started this combine. We, we had this idea. We did this, and then WWE kind of, or whoever, Ring of Honor, they kind of took it and did a little more, t- did something else to it, or, di- or kind of try to make it look like they're, they're doing, they're doing, they did it first, or whatever it may be, and that's fine. But and they have the money to do things that we probably can't. If we had the money to do, if we had, if we're a billion dollar company, we probably could have done exactly what they're doing, or even better, you know. But the fact of the matter is, is that you're like you're saying, it's the industry itself, pro wrestling. Is, is looking, wait a minute, we've been doing this wrong. Mm-hmm. And whoever started it first, whether the WWE wants to give Al credit, you credit, whoever, it doesn't matter. All that matters is, is that the industry changes, and we see it change. It's no longer about, you know, I just look at a guy and think he's good, or politic, and it's all about this guy's proven that he's the better athlete. Now let's put him or her mm-hmm. in the spot and make money. Um, and let them make money and so on and so forth. So exactly. that's, that's what it's all about. And that's what's so fun, so much fun about today is that mm-hmm. today we changed the industry. Yeah. There are very few times in anybody's career that they can say that. We did that today. Yeah. And what's neat about it now is, is that to go watch everybody else that, that was either participating here or watching us live or watching us or gets a hold of our live stream or gets a hold of our broadcast, and all of a sudden they're like, wait a minute, we're out in 
Tucson, Arizona. We just heard about these guys over in Ohio Valley Wrestling, what they're doing. Now, all of a sudden, they're going to put their athletes to the same standard. And now, all of a sudden, in professional wrestling as a whole just went up here. And guess who wins in that entire equation? The fan. Yeah. Because now that product has gotten that much better. So that's something to be very proud of. And, and we can be very proud of saying that we started it. And we're really excited about where, where it's going to go. Absolutely. Well, Chad, we appreciate uh, you coming on again and, and sharing. We're going to wrap this up at the Combine. We'll see other posts and different things. I'm sure there'll be other posts headed out on all that. So, um, um, and uh, thanks again. Thank you. All right, guys. So before we wrap this up, we want to give a big shout-out to our sponsor. They're also the sponsor of the Combine, the Gladiator Sports Network and Ohio Valley Wrestling, and that is Caller Nombo. That's right. When you go to CallerNomboBrand.com, use promo code RINGSIDE, all capital letters, you save 10% and you help the Ringside Podcast out in the progress, help us uh, get more shows, more guests, things that, that help promote this show, and we appreciate that. Just go to CallerNomboBrand.com, use promo code RINGSIDE, and you save 10% on your order, and you're helping the Ringside Podcast out. And uh, so, guys, we appreciate you listening. Uh, at the end there, we wanted to have Chad on again because we wanted to hear from the horse's mouth, lack of a better term, of what Gladiator Sports Network and OVW is looking for, what they saw, and and um, in the future of the combine. And it looks to be promising. Uh, great talent. We had a great show that following night at the Saturday Night Special at OVW. Uh, f- six uh, represented six six uh, athletes picked from the combine. Four men, one woman, and a one referee was picked to come out and work the show. They did a great job, and so um, we'll we'll hear more and more about the who was drafted, who did what, and uh, you'll be hearing maybe somebody on the podcast soon in months and maybe a year saying, "Hey, I got my start at the combine, and here I am now." So it's a pretty amazing, uh, awesome um, event. And uh, those of you, like we were saying, that was able to make it out this time, make sure you're there next year uh, because it is a pr- awesome opportunity to make yourself better and get get a lot of eyes on your on your craft. Um, thanks, uh, Jeremy, for coming out and helping with the podcast while he was there. Uh, we appreciate that. Thanks for again OVW and Gladiator Sports Network for having us out um, to do let us to do the podcast. I mean, yes, I was there on a Gladiator Sports OVW um, capacity, but I was also there for Rings Out Podcast as well. And we got that opportunity, and we appreciate that. Uh, next week, we'll get back to our same fun, and we'll break down some what's current roster stuff. Um, we appreciate everything. Those of you listening on our um, Barn Burner um, network, you can get us all on the podcast avenues, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, the TuneIn Radio app, um, Spotify, or just go to ringsidepodcast.com. But through the Barn Burner app, we're over a, if you look for us, the Ringside Podcast, through the Barn Burner, or just through regular Ringside Podcast, we are over 113 platforms for, for podcasting. Uh, so you can find us anywhere there. Uh, you can follow us all on the social media, the Twitter, the Instagram, and the Facebook at Ringside Podcast. We are the official podcast at Ohio Valley Wrestling. And uh, we appreciate that. Also, we we ran into some other podcasts there, uh, doing a show. We're going to do some some uh, Samacast uh, networking type shows here soon with Can Crushers podcast, um, and uh, maybe even Final Count too as well. So pretty cool there. Uh, shout out to my guys at PPW Podcast in Chicago. We've been chatting up as we're getting close to all in all out. I said all in too, but all out. Um, and I think we're going to be doing something with them or linking up with them and seeing them. So, by the way, I haven't mentioned them in a while. Shout out to PPW Podcast, Positively Pro Wrestling. They're good guys, Steve and Eric. 
and um, uh, give them a listen, man, because they're they're a fun show, good good positive energy show, and that's what we need in the world of professional wrestling. You can find us individually on social media on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Daniel Spencer. Jeremy is at Jeremy underscore CSZ, and JK is at Krugermania on Twitter. Thanks again for everyone who tuned in uh, to this episode. Um, we'll see you next time. And as always, in the meantime, but between time, you can catch us ringside. See ya. Respect.